So the best thing is I've met every single subculture. Nothing shocks me. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, I saw this crazy documentary about a woman who eats her arm while her husband cuts out his eye. And I'm like, I've Skyped that person. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm Danny Passman. I'm a reality TV casting executive. I'm fierce as fuck. I'm Lauren Berger. I am all of those things as well. Welcome to Reality Therapy. We interview amazing people that want to be on reality TV, and we decide whether or not they should be stars on a reality television show or should just get therapy. (laughs) Welcome to Reality Therapy. Welcome to Reality Therapy, bitches. (laughs) Mouth pop. So, Lauren and I work in reality TV casting. We do. And we spend our days Skyping trying to find spirited people. Americans. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it. I feel like we're kind of like ambulance chasers in a weird way. Yeah, well, Don't you I, think? Yeah, it's like pickers. Yes. You know, you'll Skype somebody and like you're like the ninth person that Skyped them. But amb- well, ambulance chasers in a way that you're like catching someone at a moment when they're doing something exciting and you have to be like, no, 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 only talk to me about it. Yeah. Don't you think? But I think Laura and I are very empathetic individuals. Mm-hmm. I've been in years of therapy <laughs> and have gone on a self-help journey recently uh, <laughs> by seeing a shaman. Lauren should be in therapy. Um, uh, and so basically we started this podcast wow. because I think a lot of times we Skype people or meet people for casting purposes and they don't need to be on a reality show. And they, we don't need them to agree to be on a reality show. In theory, we kind of want them to maybe take a different path. No, I think we don't want them to be on a reality show. We want them to get help. Can you describe the moment when you're in a Skype? So you're in a Skype, you're having a good time, you're like, this person's interesting, where it switches for you. When you're like, oh shit, no, no. Mm, like today I was Skyping somebody, <laughs> this woman, Abort. for a project which I can't talk about since I'm trying to sell it. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she a, was a very heavy set woman. And she's basically like, no one thinks heavy set women can get laid, but I'm dick down on the regs. And then she started talking about being dick down. And then she must have used the expression dick down <laughs> 40 more times throughout the Skype. And I literally was like, at the end, I was like, you, oh, my friend, mm-hmm. you, my friend, you're a star. <laughs> I was like, as soon as like, I don't know. I just felt like it's usually when people come on the Skype within five seconds, mm-hmm. I can tell if they're a star. That's a starlet. Mm-hmm. That's a reality starlet. See, I don't know. I feel like I always am just like, oh, no, no, maybe, maybe if they keep talking, like, they'll get better. Maybe their fun cousin will walk into the room and it'll, I don't know. So why don't we talk about some of the weirdest things we've had to cast? Oh, God. Do you remember the first search you ever had me do when I worked for Crybaby oh, Media? Oh, so, sorry. Let's, <laughs> yes. Let's explain. <laughs> Years ago, I started my company, Crybaby Media. Lauren started it with me, although it was my company. It's your company. And I fired her. <laughs> Yes, over email. I fired her over email. I thought it was over text. We've been friends for 15 years, and he fired me over email. And um, <laughs> On the way home from the airport. On the way home from the airport, um, where we got into a huge fight. A huge fight. And you almost let the plane leave without me. Yes. <laughs> I, um, yeah. I think we were like in Walken, Iowa or something. And yes. Anyway. No, it was Magnolia, Arkansas, actually. Oh. I yeah. do think um, over the course of this podcast, if we do more episodes, we'll reveal... <laughs> More about the demise of our work relationship. Oh, yeah. And well, how how are we still friends? How is that possible? Well, I think I also <clears throat> helped you grow. Sure. And I don't think you would be this confident yeah. woman you are today. 
So yes. while you were under my employ, I guess I gave you a search, and what was it? The first search was looking for therapists who work with people who are into bestiality. Okay. Yeah, because there was a documentary that had come out called Zoo about people who were having sexual relationships with horses, and you thought, why not investigate that? <laughs> and I'm going to go on a limb here. You didn't find any. No, no, I did not find any. <laughs> No, but my Google search has been tainted ever since. So thanks for that. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> when you do like a really weird search, you find that you're kicked out of a lot of Reddit subgroups. You know? Yes, 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 yes. I remember a network called me mm-hmm. and said to me, could you please find a company that can crane obese people out of their homes when they're fused <laughs> to their couches? Oh, God. And I literally called like every fire company in Boston so once we found the people, it's like, how am I going to convince the obese people who are fused to their couches to agree to be craned out? <laughs> but they were like, don't worry about that. No more, but just find the company and then we can get the obese people. And I'm like, okay. So that was, I thought. Do they have too. to be fused to something? Is that like a requirement? Well, I think if you're going to be craned out of your thing, you're probably, Attached. your skin's probably fused to <laughs> your couch. It's so weird. It's um, I did African-American sister wives. Mm-hmm. Um which didn't net out much. Mm-hmm. African-American rednecks. Mm-hmm. Asian rednecks was a search that we did forever and netted nothing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just to go back, so Lauren and I both work now. Mm-hmm. We have, I still have my company. Mm-hmm. And Lauren, Lauren works in an amazing British-owned company that does a lot of normal, yes. factual, mm-hmm. formatty, mm-hmm. nice, easy, safe shows. And I... <laughs> <laughs> tend to do stuff that's more rowdy. If there's not a group of people throwing glasses at each other, yeah. I probably won't make it. Yeah, like the most recent casting I did was like a host for a show about pre-Columbian America, things like that. That's yeah, and the... Less exciting. I have a show coming out on VH1 about Dominicans in Inwood who work at a beauty bar that throw shit at each other. So, mm-hmm. but that's sort of our personalities. You're yeah. more... Um, safe. <laughs> but I don't think of you as safe. Oh, you no, are. No, no. You're not I do safe, you, I but do... you, you definitely aren't... You don't like change. No, I don't like change. But I also don't... Um, are you doing... Are you therapizing me right now? Yeah. I think... You are. This is okay. a podcast right. about therapy, right. even though mm-hmm. we're both fucked up. We're both... Yes. I'm 42. You're mm-hmm. late Younger 30s. Younger than that, yes. Uh, we're both single. Mm-hmm. We both need... Have the weirdest job in the whole world. But we both need to, like, figure a lot of shit out. Yeah. <laughs> I love my job. No, I do, too. Because you get to talk to cool people. I love when you're like Skype a family and you love them and you pitch into a network and the network's like, do they have a sister? Oh God. Um, what, what, what's their what, what, what's their extended family like? Oh, and then no. you're like, oh God. So you start Skyping like everybody and in the world. They're always boring. They're, they're always, always the worst. Boring. Or when someone's like, oh, wait till you meet my sister. My sister's so great. Oh no. Oh my sister. Oh wait till you meet. Oh she's so. Uh, oh she's so. You gotta Skype her. You got. And then you Skype the sister and she's like fucking robot. Oh my God. The yes. worst. Yes. Or we work with a lot of external producers and sometimes I'll just be like, oh my God, I have the best thing. I have the best thing. I have the best thing. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Like, can't wait to see it. And then it's like a show where people are shopping for houses and it's like, oh my God, like, do you even watch TV? Yeah. I don't know. That's called a mop. Yes. In our business. That's a most often pitch. Yes. Yesterday I was at a network and I pitched a pageant show and the buyer literally was like, mop. A mop. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I know it's a mop, but. Yes. Did you preface it that way? Well, I knew they weren't going to buy it, but the character's good. I actually told that to my boss the other day, and he's like, that's a hilarious term. He really liked that. Ma- what are other terms? Unsellables, wouldn't you say? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Laura and I actually were talking <laughs> that there's certain things that will never get bought, and mm-hmm. we call them the unsellable Fs. Mm-hmm. So these are 
things that start with the letter F it's that weird. no one will buy. Mm-hmm. One is fireworks. Mm-hmm. You'll never see a reality show about fireworks displays. Yep. They've tried a million times. No one wants it. Mm-hmm. Fire or mm-hmm. firemen. Mm-hmm. For some reason... People don't like fire. People don't like fire. <laughs> Too unpredictable. Funeral home people, like a funeral home family. I mean, even Phaedra couldn't get a funeral home show. I mean, yeah. it says something. Phaedra from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. Yes. So basically, mm-hmm. like a funeral home family won't sell. Mm-hmm. Farriers, people yes. that work with horses. And farriers. Yeah, and farriers. Mm-hmm. So there are certain networks out there. If there's a horse in the tape, they will actually ask you to cut the horse out. Wow. Then it was foresters and foragers. And florists. Florists. No one likes flowers. I don't know why. Like, I love flowers. And florists are, like, usually lunatics. It's very sad. Yeah, people are always like, oh, is that a florist? Mm. Or things that don't start with F, people hate clowns. I know. Do you remember we had a circus family show? And I won't say the network, but the general manager of the networks just does not like anything circus adjacent. Those were words spoken in an actual business meeting. That's another thing. I always fall in love with everyone. I, I fall Skype in love with everyone I Skype. Oh, God. It's terrible. Like every Skype. Literally, it's like I'm always. Yeah. I probably have fallen in love with 20 people over Skype. Oh, where my God. I really felt. There's a connection, you know, right? I felt like they're looking at me like, yes. I know I'm Skyping you for a show, but I'm in love with you. Yes. You know, and then, then you meet you... them in person and you're like, I want nothing to do with or you. Or you do the weird text. That was a fun Skype. They send you nothing back. And you're like, oh. They're playing hardball. See, this is the thing. You said that, you know, I'm single and I don't like change, but it's because it's a lot of rejection in what we do. To deal with more rejection on top of that, it's like a lot. I do think that in a lot of ways, working in casting has kind of ruined my life. (laughs) (laughs) No. What do you mean by that? If I'm on a date. Yeah. Oh, I know. Like nothing gets past. I'll be like, where are you from? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. But where? But what exact part? What it's street? Helped, yeah. Where did you grow up? Tell me about your parents. Your parents got divorced. Mm-hmm. How did that affect you? Tell me about your brother. Oh, your brother does what? Oh, he's married? Mm-hmm. Do you have issues with the wife? How many kids? Are the kids have special needs? Mm-hmm. What kind of special needs? And it's like, by the time... <laughs> and it then, sounds like you're a fucking crazy stalker. Yeah, but then I'll like call my friends in LA like, oh, he was a really cute guy, but he asked me nothing about me. It's like, he didn't ask me anything about me because you were I, interviewing I just him. fucking interviewed him the whole time. Oh, so, my God. Or even when I see my mom, like, mm-hmm. I'm always like, hey, mom, like, how was Marshall's? Like, what did you return? Like, what was your, like, how many bras did you oh, return to Marshall's yes. today? It has gotten me through family gatherings. I will give you that. You said earlier that leaving working with you gave me more confidence. And that is very true. I've gotten out of many a bad date because of my job interview skills. And I think it's kind of funny that I can still be socially awkward when literally my job is to talk to strangers for a living. That's my whole job. I, I could be in... A room of like Inuits in the Northwest <laughs> Territories and like holds court. Another mm-hmm. thing that mm-hmm. is interesting is that in every casting search we do, we always have to do little casting blurbs. Oh, God. <laughs> so, for example, I would send an email like, hey, we're currently doing a reality TV casting search for a husband and wife dog training team that uses positive <laughs> reinforcement training. Like, is this you? Is this you? Or like, we're currently working on a search for a family of African-American sister wives and their husband looking for a fun, dynamic character should be great for TV. Is this you? Or looking for a pair of guys who travel around the country, eat at different buffets. One guy should have a normal build and the other should be overweight, but not a slob. These guys should have a natural <laughs> You rapport. actually put that in a casting? Guess what? You found it. I and sold, you sold that it. show. I know. It's called Buffet Bros and it aired on Travel Channel. I know. So, I remember. My question to you, Lauren, is mm-hmm. knowing that there's blurbs out there. Yes. If mm-hmm. someone was to cast you. Oh, no, I don't like this question. What blurb would they have sent for you to have responded to? Fabulous girl in the make? Really? Like a huge rack? I don't know. 
Mine would be like looking for like overweight, neurotic, gay Jew <laughs> with a huge dick. And a I think yours would also be fierce. looking for a fabulous girl on the make. To yeah. be we have the same one. We both. Like, We're both up for the same casting. <laughs> yeah. I see you in the audition rooms all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Lauren, are you up for fabulous oh, girl on the make? <laughs> Sorry. That'd be really funny. Oh, man. It's just us holding sides. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. so that's another thing. Like when you do casting, mm-hmm. normally you come up with an idea, you write up a blurb. Mm-hmm. I like to call it blurbing. Mm-hmm. So I'll mm-hmm. blurb for a while and I'll send out. You use like Reddit, you are interacting with a lot of people. Is that your secrets? We are use Reddit. Yeah. We did a show called Ghost Brothers. Dustin Schmerker paid me and said, hey, right. Danny, go find a show called Ghost Brothers. I will, even though I think the title is very racist, mm-hmm. but sure. Sure. And so we literally looked forever for attractive African-American paranormal guys. I couldn't find them. I kept Skyping like old, kaji black guys that weren't right. And so I went on to Reddit, did a little search, and saw someone type, anyone looking for African-American paranormal experts? And I wrote back like, what fucking casting company is this? Who is this? You stole my show. And they're like, no, it's us. We're the Ghost Brothers. Go to www.youtube backslash Ghost Brothers. So the whole time... They were calling themselves the same thing as mm-hmm. that title. And you didn't find that, no. though? Just from searching? Because they were no. frat brothers. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we use Instagram, social media. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm DMing people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sliding into the DMs. Sliding into the DMs. <laughs> I'm a 42-year-old man that Skypes strangers three to four hours a day, every day. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. I'm doing what my intern does. There's my no intern, level set. No, That's my why. intern is 22, mm-hmm. and I had the same job. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, so crazy. It's really They're like, oh, I hope there's upper mobility at this company. I'm like, I hope there's upper mobility at this company, too. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, is there room for growth? I'm like, is there? I don't know. Is there room for growth? Because I, I want to so. grow. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you love it. You love it. You love I talking love to these people. You love. I love it. We're both very curious people. Yeah. One thing is, you know, mm-hmm. my company's called Crybaby Media, and I call my team the Crybabies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I interview people, when they walk in, I'm like, ah, eh, she's not a crybaby. He's not a crybaby. Like, I can just tell. Like, from the second they walk in, I'm like, oh, yep. that's a crybaby. Mm-hmm. But I always say, if you're like, well, how do you know? Like, what's a crybaby? A crybaby is someone who, if you're traveling, so just say you and your parents are on a road trip or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you stop by a road stop in mm-hmm. middle America. If you don't think to pick up the local flyer, you're not a yeah. crybaby. You got to oh, be God. curious. Danny, I'm totally a crybaby. I'm still a crybaby. Are you, though? Yeah. I can't tell. Rude. Should we reenact the firing? No. Well, we can't because you sent me an email like a pussy. And I remember I remember <laughs> typing it. I was like drunk sitting on my toilet. You were on the plane. No, I was on my no, toilet. No, I was in a cab. There's no way you were already was, on your toilet. No, I was on my toilet. I was in I was the sitting plane? on my toilet. Not shitting. That's disgusting. I think I was no. peeing. Oh, I sit to pee. <laughs> I, I sit to pee and I take two baths a day. So, um, you know, most people take a bath. They light candles. A bath for me is still a place of anxiety. Uh-huh. It's still, <laughs> it's still like phones out. Gotta go. I bathe all the time. You do. This is the story of how a film gets made. Final round, three, two, one. Starring Josh Rubin. It's his first feature. You were the worst, Aya Cash. Can we not do this right now? Oh. SNL's Chris Red. He's not doing it for a paycheck. Okay, okay. 
see y'all. And the Tonight Show's Becky Drysdale. I already wiped out. Second I walked into my room, ate shit. Join us for the making of Scare Me, a horror comedy from the brilliant mind of Josh Rubin. Did you really think I was so stupid I wouldn't recognize a run-on sentence? From screenplay, funding, casting, shoot days, music and sound, experience movie magic in all its glory. You can't handle hard conditions and film isn't really for you. Wait a second, you don't like shooting in negative 15 <laughs> weather? Pulls his pants down, here it is. Bang! It's just like a fun way to like step your game up because everybody's so good around you. Sundance is the dream. This year you're gonna make a movie no matter what. Can you make a film on a shoestring budget? The main obstacle is like finding the money. There's nothing worse than investing in a movie. What is really paying for those movies is favors. Tear down the fourth wall of filmmaking with our crack team of investigators. Parmesan today, right? No. To be completely honest, not a great time. This is not a good time. <laughs> Don't you come at me and try to get me to spill some stuff. This is Make Cool Shit, hosted by Aaron Heafitz. It doesn't get any better than that. Season one, make a movie. Three, two, one. <laughs> Coming soon, everywhere you enjoy podcasts. So I guess I'm going to learn the film business. So do you think that part of this podcast is to find someone to leave you speechless? Is oh, that could be interesting. I think there's three things. One is, hopefully we'll find somebody that we can cast on a reality show. Right. Two is, you shouldn't be on TV and you need help. Yes. And we're, we're going <laughs> to attempt to help you even though we both are so far from being okay. <laughs> and then the third one is, holy shit, you've shocked us. Yes. Red flag. Oh, my God. Hats off to you, sir. Yeah, hats off. <laughs> <laughs> you, my sir, are an interesting person, but you don't need help. We don't know what to do. Yeah, you don't we need don't help do or you don't need to be on a show. But you we just... are happy to have met yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So those are kind of the three options. Mm-hmm. So here's what's happening. In this podcast, we are going to be taking calls from people who have submitted themselves for reality casting, and Laura and I have chosen to not know anything about them. Mm -hmm. So Donnie, who's our producer, Mm -hmm. found these people for us, and we don't know who they are. All we know is they have a innate desire to be on reality TV. And I think, again, with your three levels, if we think that they're great, we could help them and try to set them up to actually get a reality show and tell them what they need to do. Or help them. Or help them not. Or help, or help them, them in their help lives. them. Don't, so we're gonna we're about to talk to Stacy. I don't know nothing about Stacy. No, we're gonna call her right now. Ooh. What a beautiful ring. <laughs> so feminine. Ew. Hi, Stacey. Can you guys hear me? I'm actually in my computer. Well, I'm not in my computer. My phone is in my computer. Can you guys hear Wait. me? Wait. Yeah, totally. Stacey, are you inside your computer? <laughs> Wait. So, Stacey, I'm Danny, and that's Lauren. And mm-hmm. basically, we work in reality TV casting. We mm-hmm. work at different companies. Mm-hmm. And we talk to people who want to be on TV and kind of figure out, is their story interesting enough to be on TV? So here we are. Yeah. 
Okay, so I knew nothing about being on TV because I've been on TV, so let's talk. <laughs> well, what, what was your experience like on TV before? Okay, so actually I was cast for a show that's called The Event Planner, Making It Big. Oh, like I Event Planner, colon, Making It Big. big. Yeah, yeah, I filmed in Vancouver. It's a beautiful city. It was city. a career make or break kind of thing. It was wonderful if they had That's Vancouver. awesome. So are you yeah, still doing yeah. events in New York? I am. As I'm living in South Jersey with my partner, Jeff, and I was actually working until recently for a magazine in New York City called Social Life. Wait, Sister, wasn't Social known. Life? Remember that show with Tinsley Mortimer? Yeah. Yes. And then was that, talking to me. I love you. No, <laughs> remember there was that woman that worked there that was her arch rival that worked at Social Life magazine? Yeah, you know what? Let's keep going on this. Let's keep What podcasting. was her name? Mm-hmm. Deborah Devorah Rose. Yes. Oh, Do you remember that? I love yes. you. Love Wait, Stacy. Awesome. <clears throat> so now, cut to 10 years later, you have this like hot guy, you're living in South Jersey. <laughs> and what do you I love it. Are you mad? Do you have do you have children? No, we don't have children. Good. Um, Can I guess what you look like? You're probably on my Facebook page. No. I swear on my life, I'm He's not. He's not. I'm looking at him. You better be nice. I'm going to say 5'4". Mm-hmm. Very skinny. I would say like the ombre thing, but it's Jersey, so it's probably like a ombre gone wrong type thing. Wow. A really pretty face. I'm seeing like a tracksuit. No, no, no. So you were pretty close. I'm 5'3". Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, well, I used to do print years ago. I'm one of those I'm skinny, but like healthy skinny. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have dark hair and no ombre and blue eyes. Now, yeah. will you describe the guy for us? I'm gay, so I... <laughs> so okay. My guy, oh, he's cute. He is 5'9", 175, 180. He's just a very good soul. Hmm. Um, he can be spunky and sparky and... Nationality, is um, he Italian? Yeah, he can... Well, we're both Jewish. Uh, oh, we're Jewish, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys, hold on. Uh, Stacey, I have to let my horns out. I'm just so happy to be with Jews. <laughs> wow, Danny. Oh, <laughs> uh, my horns are flying free. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, tribe. We're in, we're, a, a tribe is happening. Oh, let me count my money. Put my, let me put my monocle on. I'm going to guess your sign. I'm going to guess your sign. Lauren, you were more conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a talker, so he is Scorpion. Cancer. That was a good guess, though. Scorpio. I'm a yeah. cancer. And then you some are traits. his sister from another mister. Me, and I'm yes. trying to right. Yeah, and then also my, my dad passed away. I'm going to get emotional. My best friend also passed away the day before, and I was his sister from another mister. Oh, uh, yeah. I had a really bad February 14th. will be here. Babe, I'm so sorry. That's horrible. Until the 15th to pass. Oh, wow. um, you are, Lauren, very grounded. So you're an earth sign, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Wait, so Lauren, are you either, I don't know if you're a Taurus. Are you a Virgo? That was correct. You always you're trust your first instinct. Yes, I'm a Taurus. She called me a Scorpio. Is that an earth sign? Wait, hold on. Is that an earth sign? sign? I don't know. This is why we're cool. I'm May 9th. Don't even tell me you're close. Wait, did you say May 9th? Yeah. Yes, I'm May 13th. Okay, it's my best friend's birthday who just survived stage four kidney cancer. Oh, my God. Wow. I'm freaking out. Oh, yeah. okay. wow. So we're on the phone for a reason. Yes, Stacey, can I ask you a question? Definitely. Is anyone who's friends with you physically well? Like everyone is physically well. <laughs> oh, God. Right? Yeah, so, yeah I, so I just want to know, like, you're an event planner, you said, and, like, that's your main source of business. We want to know what your, a little bit about your world. Is oh, that... What kind of events are they? Sure, okay, that's a great so, first question. Wait, wait, so let's, exactly, so let's talk. So basically, when I was in New York, I did a lot of matzo balling and, you know, singles and corporate and weddings and mitzvahs. Can so I say down here. Are we matzo supposed to know what matzo balling is? It's like for Jewish people. You're not Jewish? We're Jewish. Yeah. We took our horns out. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, well, oh my God, you guys want to produce a gay, oh my God. A gay masa ball show. No, no. Well, the show, but yeah. Are you kidding me? Hello, don't you guys produce? That's a genius yeah. idea. Mm-hmm. A show about matzo balls? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. gay but Jewish and women are so... There's a lot to women and I would do a gay movie men. Oh, my God. Like, your bestie is like your... Tra- oh, my God. But mm-hmm. going back, because I have ideas running. So I did, and I do, corporate... I do- day of now because no one knows me down here so they'll hire me for $50 an hour for three hours just to take the bustle up on the bride, mm-hmm. take her down the aisle blah blah blah. But can I tell you something? So if you're a cancer, do you know about your assign that you really love women secretly and your mom is your best friend and you're really good Your mom good is your woman? best friend. Wait. She's she's right right Stacey, keep going. Because I actually okay, do think so I thought recently I that I'm not straight. I'm just so bored. Are... Not gay. I'm just bored. Wait. So were you kind of straight and then you became a gay? Yeah, I came out at 28 and I'm 42 now. Okay, I figured that. Okay, because... So I'm actually you, straight. You're gay straight. It's fine. Sorry, Stacey? I know you're going to go back to Social Life magazine. Go on. We're not, we're not, we're not. No, no. On your day-to-day, what do you do tomorrow? You wake up, you fuck this actually, really hot tomorrow. guy, you go and talk, <laughs> you lay on top of your car like Tony Katane and... Freak Tony out. Katane. Tony Katane from the White Snake videos. No, I know who you mean. Then you go back to your apartment, you make a smoothie, and it's 10 o'clock. And then from 10 o'clock to 6 p.m., what do you do? Okay, so basically, no, I do not have sex in the morning. It's good. I get up. I go to yin yoga. Are you guys familiar with it? I'm not. Yeah. Lauren's as okay. flexible as, like, my grandma who's dead. So, oh, I'm very flexible, Lauren, you're not flexible. Like how busy? How many events are you handling in an, in an average month? We're trying to think if there's an event planning thing with you. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. day of Stacy or something. Yeah, or, I like, like Stacy day of. The cool thing about the day of thing is that you're fish out of water. You're jumping into these parties that you haven't planned, and you have to kind of just make everything work at the last minute. Like that to me could be something to pitch for the network. Yeah, wait, but this is the thing. So I'm gonna level with you. Event planning shows are very difficult to sell because at the end of the day, the event always has to work out because no event planner in their right mind would go on TV and have an event fail on TV. So it's very low stakes. It's very boring. But if you're a day of planner and you're going in there and you're trying to save everything at the last minute and it's not an event you planned, you can only come out looking well. So maybe that would be the best way to approach or, something Or let me ask like you this. something else. I do something on the side. I don't want you to laugh. So for like mm-hmm. one see a profile, I write Max.com or JD profiles. You do? But this, wait, wait, stop. This is an excellent. Wait, wait, wait. You write JD profiles? Yeah, I write. I can write yours. But I wait, do people pay for yes. it? Wait, listen, guys, this is very serious. Mm-hmm. I have to pay bills. I'm dead serious. I write them and like I'm done. But what happens is, and this is an awesome reality show. Hold on. I was doing this for a while, making like, you know, a couple shekels a week as a Jewish person. But I would get calls saying, wait a minute. I didn't understand what I did. People Wait, Stacey, I have, I have to stop you a second. I know you use the word shekels. Um, how old are you? How old are you? Um, 42. Okay, I'm 48. Okay, mm-hmm. I was going to say no girl who's 25 is saying shekels, but finish the story. Sorry, go on. Jeff just walked in. Hold on. We need to add. Jeff? Hi, Lauren and Danny. How you doing? So nice to meet you. Happened. Hi. So tell me about my, uh, my writing skills for profiles. Uh, she's very good. <laughs> <laughs> she hooked you, huh? Jeff, Jeff, do you think Stacy's a, a reality show? Huh? I think she's spirited. Yeah, I am a reality show. She thinks that I should have a camera on my head to a fault. All right. So kind of. Wait, Stace. Forty. Yeah. I'm gonna cut you off for a second. Something just 
pinging in my brain. Why don't you and your boyfriend have sex in the morning? Mm-hmm. Like, it would kill me. Wait, is that how you knew you were gay? Because you were over-sexual or no? Mm. Um, I think I knew I was gay because I was sucking dick. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, you have a dick? I want to suck it. Because you were sucking. Have you sucked dick in front of Lord? Did I just say that? Wait, in front of me? No, no, no. Stacy. Anyway. So, Stacy, in real life, we should probably talk Mm-mm. off podcast and see if there's something to do together. It seems you responding to Lauren more than me. Yeah, I have your number, and it was a. I, we really do appreciate you calling us. I like Stacey. Or us calling you, whatever you're agreeing to talk to us. And you're really fun, and we'll see if we can figure something out. All right, you guys take care. Be well. You too. Bye. Bye. Well, she hung up on me really quick. <laughs> okay, so we just talked to Stacy. I don't understand what show she was pitching us. She's very spirited. So, yes, Lauren, yes, yes, yes. Uh, as a crybaby, yes. I'm going to pass on this Untitled Stacy project. Uh-huh. It seemed like she responded to you. She mm-hmm. really liked you. Mm-hmm. Although I thought her... So I won, is what you're saying. Sure. I think okay. her instincts about me being a cancer and liking women and everything was fascinating. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to make a show with Stacey Lauren. And so um, would you like to make a show with her? Uh, event planning scares the shit out of me. And dating shows I fucking hate. So yeah, I probably would pass on this one as well. If you had to do... She's very nice. I really enjoyed talking to her, but I don't... So I think Stacey this is probably going to be... J-Date profiles. If you were to... If she I had, mean, maybe that could be a, a service that I would get from her. If she had to write you a J-Date profile, what would the logline be? Taurus, who likes cancers. Okay. Okay, so this um, is fun. So this is fun. I got to eat. We ordered a bunch of barbecue uh-huh. that I paid for. I paid the, for the wine. I paid sure. $100 of food, and okay. you bought a $10 bottle of wine. Thank you, Lauren. It was... More than so we're gonna get what you 14 uh, 14 dollar price. Bye, we'll be back. Take care. <laughs> Call me back.